must be Sunday. Must be about four o'clock or so. Because here you I am, and there you are. And another week of the Katie Nine K Nine Show, and a very special day today. And the specialness is is that I have a guest in in studio. Dr. Jessica Levy is in the studio. So, um, so if you got any vet questions, please call those in. And we got Rachel back. She she dared to come back again. <laughs> hey, Rachel, how you doing? Doing good. Oh, that's good. 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 How did your week go? I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, oh, she had the the headset kind of like, oh, there we went. There, got her plug, got your ears on. There you go. So hopefully, like I say, you got some questions for Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, and then myself. Oh, you all set there now, Rachel? Yeah, sorry, oh, okay. a little technical difficulty. You got all wrapped up in your cord, did you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you go. So your week went well. You're, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. That's, now, is this the only job you do, or do you do something else? No, this is the only one. This right is now. it? Yep. Well, lucky you. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I asked you, do you have a dog, or a pet cat, or a pet, or anything? I don't, but okay. I'm hoping to get one. Okay. I've been researching a lot of breeds. So. Oh, okay. What are you interested in? Um, I'm actually interested in, in uh, greyhounds. Greyhounds? Yeah. They're, they're giant couch potatoes. Yeah, 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 and they're good apartment dogs. Oh, very much yeah. so. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people think it'd be the size, you know, like a Dane or whatever. They're just couch potatoes. Mm-hmm. They don't have, need the run like everybody thinks they need to. Right. They're just content to just hang out. So, yep, yep there's a, and the greyhound rescues, they're not as many of them anymore for the fact that they're not racing greyhounds. And so that's why they're, 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 they're still out there. But, yeah. I, I, when he had the track in Wisconsin, we had a lot of them around. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, so hopefully you guys will give uh, give a call so we can talk to Dr. Jessica Levy to take advantage of having a holistic vet uh, where you can call in and ask your questions. So you can give a holler at 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. And then obviously we'll take questions. You guys, I'll take questions too. But since we got a guest in the studio, uh, it'd be really nice if you could pick her brain too. So instead of, but uh, anyway, so Dr. Jess, are you, are you with you here? Yeah. All of a sudden now she's got a technical difficulty. She's got to figure it out. Hit the button there. See if she, it's not that difficult. There you go. There you go. Yep. She wasn't sure what mic you were on. So, so we had to do that. So anyway, so welcome back in studio instead of trying to do the fun stuff over the, uh, the phone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's the fun. Hold, 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 hold. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. So, so it's nice to see your friendly face in studio. So the last year or so tra- treated you okay. I know. I think I haven't seen you in over a year. Yes, about her. Yeah, I've talked it's to crazy. you. Crazy. No, I know. Yeah. I know. That's why it seems funny. You know, that's what sometimes too is that uh, you don't. It seems like forever since I've seen you, but then when I've seen you, it was just. It's kind of like, oh, it maybe it was last week. You know, it just. It's the goofiest thing. Well, when you get to a certain age, you just don't change that much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the top of your mic that there's a brown. We'll have to fix that when we go to oh, break. Up top here, that this this might be uh, loose. So you just have to turn it to the right to tighten it up, the screw on top, so it doesn't, oh, on top, oh, on top of that. That's actually working. Okay, there you go. Okay, so anyway, so uh, obviously still doing the vet thing? Uh, yes. Yes, there we yes, go, there we that's, go. Yeah, that's kind of all I do. I'm not very inventive. There you go. <laughs> and that knitting and jigsaw puzzles, right? Pretty much. Did you put a lot of jigsaw puzzles together? Over the past year or so. Oh yeah, <laughs> did it? Insane. Yeah. Uh, no, see, I have it. I, I I think I did three. My grandson Hollis, that's five and a half, six and a half. He put a, one of your puzzles together. He loved the ones with the po- like the cat stamps and then the dog mm-hmm. stamps. He loved those. Those are five hundred pieces. He did it all by himself. That's awesome. Yeah, I was totally amazed. And he, and his 
uh, how he puts his puzzle together. You know, I'm very organized. You know, border first, mm-hmm. color them. There is pieces everywhere. And he gets together. I have no idea. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Okay, we got some phone. We got somebody on the phone here. Yeah, we got some time before we go to break. So, who's up first? Hey, we've got Rachel. She's calling back from last week. She's got a French bulldog. Oh, that's right. Oh, good. Yes, she. Somebody we instructed her to call to talk to you personally. So, oh, so okay. there she goes. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Good, good. I'm so glad you remembered to call us and that you were yes, the first one, fun. so that you get yes. in first. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So why don't Jessica, you? Re- I was telling Katie that my French bulldog. She's two years old, and she has a pretty big skin tag right under her neck. Um, and it keeps breaking open. And I'm just wondering what is the best way to go about that? Should I take her to the vet and have it removed? Or is there anything I can do at home? I've read a couple of things online and I really don't want to do anything without your guys' assistance. What kind of stuff did you find online? Um, things like, you know, the goofiest things, tying a knot around it with dental floss and um, putting on antibiotics, things like that. Um, no, I I probably wouldn't do those. <laughs> well, yeah, you know they, they sounded ha- too weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they have salves for people's skin tags? Yeah. He was interested if that would work for the dog. Right. And you know what? I don't even know how well those things work on people. Okay. Um, but a lot of times, a lot of those are caustics, and so they work by kind of burning the skin. Okay. And so, okay. you know, you might be able to tell yourself that that's what you're doing, and it's for your own good. Uh-huh. I probably wouldn't do that to a dog. Okay. okay. I know. So, that scares me. Yeah. And so, you know, if it's something that is benign, and like skin tags usually have kind of a small base where they're attached to the skin. So mm-hmm. usually it's pretty quick just to, you know, you might even be able to find somebody who would remove it under uh, local anesthetic, depending on how big it is, depending on the location, and depending on how nice your dog is. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's very sweet. I mean, she's let me touch it a million times since I found it, mm-hmm. but I know that our vet has said they're a few weeks out from getting any appointments. I just didn't know if there was anything I could do in the meantime to make her more comfortable because it keeps breaking open and bleeding. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you wanted to put something on it, you could um, uh, get some homeopathic arnica, which okay. you can buy at any any health food store. Um, okay. So arnica 30C in homeopathic potency. Now, is that a salve or is that no, a no, given, no. you're giving her the pellets? No, what? no and no. No, no. Okay. Yeah. So, so you take your homeopathic remedy. Mm-hmm. Um and homeopathic remedies, like every health food store, has kind of a basic set of the 20 or 30 most commonly used remedies. They come in little blue plastic vials about the size of a tube of lipstick. So you take two of the pellets, which are sugar pills, um, and Arnica, as, as a homeopathic remedy, is very safe to take orally. As an herb, it is not. So you definitely want to make sure that you get the homeopathic remedy. And I would not actually use Arnica salve on a dog because it's going to end up in the dog's mouth. Okay. So anything you put on a dog, you have to question yourself. Like, do I want my dog to potentially eat this? So I take right. two, two pellets of the homeopathic remedy, dissolve them in um, uh, four ounces of water with a quarter teaspoon of salt. So that kind of makes a little bit of a strong salt solution. And so soak cotton balls in that. Once everything has dissolved, soak cotton balls in that. Uh, Blob it onto the the growth or skin tag. So you want to kind of not dab and not rub, 
but you want to hold it on to the affected area and press. So I kind of like to do it as a compress because you want the salt solution, right? It's going to be drying. Okay. Um, as well as detoxing, and then Arnica okay. should help stop the bleeding. And so you kind of blot with that, hold it on there for a couple of minutes, two to five minutes, as long as your dog will let you, and mm-hmm. follow that up by either black tea or green tea. Okay. So okay. use green tea if your dog is light-colored. You can use black tea on dark-colored dogs. So what am I doing, okay. making the tea? Yeah, so you brew the tea hot. Just You want regular tea with caffeine. And you're going to brew it hot, just like you're going to drink it. So you put out a put out a mug, put your tea bag in it, boiling water, let it steep for ten minutes, toss the tea bag, put the tea in the fridge, let it cool down all the way, and then so you do your saline soak basically, mm-hmm. and then you follow that with tea. So you soak cotton balls in the tea, let them soak up some tea, and then press it. Oh wow! Onto and the that affected should area. essentially make it fall off. Or no, but it should. It, it might help shrink it, and it should stop the bleeding. So okay. tea, it, tea is astringent. It's drying, and it is antiseptic. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So so it's All antifungal, right, antibacterial. So okay. Yeah, and I would basically and same thing. So like two to five minutes with the saline with the arnica in it. Two to five mm-hmm. minutes with the tea, and then just kind of take a soft, clean cloth. Just blot it gently to dry. You don't want to rub it because if you do, it'll break open and bleed again. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, see if you can do that twice a day. And that should, if there's inflammation associated with it, it should help shrink it up and kind of dry this okay. thing up a little bit. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. You I appreciate bet. it. Well, thanks for calling back, Rachel. Have a good one. Keep of us course. posted on how this how this works, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I will. I Thank will. I'll call you. back next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yes. That's yeah. the kind of thing you should ask for photos before and after. But, oh, but mm-hmm. there you go, Rachel. If you're listening, take a photo before and a photo after, okay? So uh, hopefully you can do that. Okay, we got to run to a uh, break here, and then we're going to take more of your calls. If you've got a call for Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vec, give a holler, 651-641-1071. How do you get a squirrel to like you? How do you get a squirrel to like you? We'll be back. Thank you, thank you. This is Katie Canine Show here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering your canine question, occasionally feline question. And so if you've got a feline question or a dog question for Dr. Jessica Levy, please give us a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, Rachel, how do you get a squirrel to like you? Um, from my experience, give them nuts. Yeah, well, close. You act like a nut. Act, act uh, like a nut. Okay. There you go. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're not. But anyway, okay, so there you go. How do you get a squirrel like you? Act like a nut. So you're very, very close there. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, Dr. Levy, uh, we, uh, uh, there's been some clients of mine and stuff like that. You know, you, you, you go to the vet, you get a, because uh, you think there's something wrong with the pupper, and you run some blood work and stuff like that, and then you get a prognosis, or not a prognosis, but a, a, what do you call it? A, I think it is a prognosis. Oh, okay. The back that uh, things aren't well, like maybe yeah, the dog's or a got diagnosis, cancer. Maybe diagnosis. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so things aren't well. You know, like maybe they got a tumor here or something like that. Okay. In my book, my knee jerk reaction would be get a second opinion. Same with my health, also. Right. You know, I would do something. But so now take us through something. You know, like maybe uh, a client in the past or something you can remember. You know, through your years of schools and stuff like that. Okay. Dog just got you know diagnosed maybe with a tumor. What, what, where do we start? Where do we hit the panic button first? Or they listen, they say, oh, the dog's got a week to live. 
You know, I hate that when human doctors tell people that, right. you know, how long do you got? How do I long do I got? Oh, a couple of weeks. No, 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 no. You know, it's God's time. It's not their time. And then also like between diet and such like there's things that can prolong things. My mom lived, she was supposed to be gone in three months and she lived almost a year to the day with her cancer. And she didn't do any treatments. But anyway, so back to the, back to the pets. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think like if, you know, if you get even, even a diagnosis, something like, you know, oh, your dog has really bad hip dysplasia or something like mm-hmm. that, or, you know, they're not going to be able to walk or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Um, there are like, you can have your x-rays actually read by a radiologist. Okay. Not the vet, but a, ra- a true radiologist. Exactly. Exactly, because guess what? X-rays are hard to read. Um, I read a research study uh, that what they did is they took a whole bunch of different radiologists and showed them the same set of Mm X-rays, and they agreed with each other 15% of the time. Wow. Which tells you that X-rays are hard Hard to read read. and that it's kind of subjective. And one person is going to say, this looks fine, and another person is going to say, this looks terrible. Right. So... Um, but you know, that's why we have these kinds of specialists and, and nowadays everything is digital. It's so easy. You just email the x-rays over and get a radiologist professional opinion. Okay. Um, you know, similarly, I have a lot of people come to my office and the dog has been diagnosed with cancer or something like like that. And they say, I'm not, I'm not going to do chemo. I don't want to do chemo. Um, but if you haven't met with the oncologist yet, Maybe there is some fantastic new treatment that would be worth doing. Mm-hmm. You know, but some some chemotherapy treatments are effective and some are not. And so I always feel like, you know, don't say no before you know what you're saying no to. Okay. So I think it's I always think it's worth the money to sit down with the oncologist, have them lay it out for you. Right. Okay. So it might might not be as terrible as you anticipate. Yeah. You know, what I know, you know, some that may maybe misdiagnosed, but because it got the second opinion Things yeah. came out a lot brighter. There wasn't the problem that the initial vet said. And and vets are not God. Human doctors are not God. There's, mm-hmm. like you say, it can be misinterpreted. But now when you see a radiologist, so would it be a slap to my vet if I say, okay, okay he took the x-ray and this is what he's telling me or her, him or her. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I say, well, um, can I have a radiologist read read it? I don't think that, so. I mean, it's a common thing to to have, you know, experts verify what we're doing in general practice. Okay. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I and and the veterinarian's going to learn from it, too. So yeah. it's an educational experience for them as well. So it's not going to set the, mm-hmm. the vet's not going to hate me. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. But, but also, I, I get plenty of emails from people who say, you know, that the next step would be to do an ultrasound or something like that. And they're like, no, you know, I don't I don't want to do that. I want to treat first. Let's do something natural. But, you know, I, I kind of love ultrasounds. They're non-invasive. Yeah. So your pet doesn't get poked with any needles. Right. Um, they don't even have to be sedated. All they have to do is lie still. Yeah. Uh, it's not terribly uncomfortable for them. Right. You know, I mean, the ultrasound probe, if they're doing an abdominal ultrasound, is going to press on their belly. Right. It might not be the most comfortable thing, but it doesn't hurt, hurt them. Right. And you, you can get a lot of information from it. And so, you know, that might be like the first kind of big ticket diagnostic item. I don't know how much x-rays cost these days, but, you know, an ultrasound is going to run maybe three, four hundred dollars or something like okay. that. And so maybe that's why people are thinking, nah, let's just do some treatment first. But you get so much information out of that, even mm. with holistic treatments. It's super helpful if I know what I'm trying to treat, mm. yep. because I don't like to guess any more than the next person. Right. So 
And we had Dr. I had Dr. Ralph on, who's the ultimate epitome uh, to me of ultrasounds. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, explaining that and that that does. It gives you so much more information to work mm-hmm. with. And so in Dr. Ralph, he floats to clinics. You could have him call it, make an appointment to come to your clinic, correct? Not yeah. your clinic. I'm right, talking right, about right. to the yeah. clinic, my clinic, I should say. Yeah. The clinic that every, I use. Every veterinary practice has a radiologist who comes in and does ultrasounds. Okay. So... Um, you know, there are probably three or four of them roaming around the Twin Cities with their ultrasound machines. Okay. Okay. And so it's not, it's not like it's something that is hard to do. It's not right. something that's, that's hard to set up. I personally, I like working with Dr. Ralph because the pet owner has to be there because he's going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's your pet. Yeah. He's going to talk to you about your pet and show you the pictures that honestly, you know, they mean about as much to you as they do to me. Yeah. Because I don't do ultrasounds. Yeah. Um. And then you can ask him questions directly. Yep. And he's just this font of knowledge and yes, information. He is. So yes, he is. got a lot of experience and he continually educates himself and goes to conferences and learns new things and mm-hmm. keeps up on the latest in medicine. That's really good. Okay. So now my dog, uh, let's say that I got diagnosed uh, with a tumor. Okay. What's my checklist? As far as what, where, where do I start other than once I get done panicking and, mm-hmm. and crying and the whole kit and caboodle? <laughs> well, and it kind of depends on what diagnostics have already been done. So I always think it's always a good idea to do some basic blood work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now, if you, some people like to do blood work because there's this idea that, you know, if everything is normal, then my dog is normal. And that is, that's not necessarily true, uh-huh. right? You can have cancer and all your blood work is normal. Yeah. You can have raging pneumonia and all your blood work is normal. <laughs> you could be in liver failure and your blood works normal. So, but if things are not normal, then it kind of gives you a hint as okay. to how your body is being impacted. Right. So I, th- I think it's worth doing those things, especially, I'll tell you what, when it comes to cats. Mm-hmm. So when I get contacted by people who say, you know what, my cat's starting to lose a little bit of weight, losing their appetite and they're vomiting. That could be literally like five different things. Right. <laughs> there are five main things that go wrong with cats. Kidney disease, hyperthyroidism, cancer, diabetes, liver disease. Okay. Yeah. And so, and, and they're all going to look the same. Yep. I mean, cats pretty much barf if you look at them wrong yeah and so so the vomiting cat is not a great clue to what might be going on right and so there and and i've just learned through experience um don't guess uh you know you and and they'll also you know both cats with diabetes and cats with kidney disease will drink a lot and pee a lot so that's also not a good clue because you know all these things have very different treatments yeah so it's worth doing the blood test before you Go to your regular vet or the holistic vet just because now you'll have some information. And instead of saying, well, I don't know, here, try this random supplement. Right. Instead, you can get really good results if you know what you're trying to treat. Right. You have a plan. You have a plan. And so, okay, so somebody took an x-ray, came up with a tumor. Okay, so then should I get a part of my plan? We're going to do blood work. And then Mm -hmm. should I do also an ultrasound? I, I would say yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I know one person's dog swallowed part of a racquetball and so what well, they didn't know it at the time. And anyway, so what happened is that, you know, he would, he would start throwing up like so he had a blockage, but then it would move and then the mm-hmm. blockage would let go. Okay. And then it move again and then he'd throw it up. So they took him in and they didn't see anything on the x-ray. And then wow. in the next couple of days, you know, he started throwing up again. I said, you know what? Do an ultrasound. 
I said that it, sometimes I can catch something an X-ray doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sure as bananas, there it was. They, they they found it in the in the ultrasound. Wow. And so, but then so then they had to go in and you know take it take her out. But as a racket, put you chewed piece of a racquetball off. Sure, why not? So tennis balls and racquetballs are not dogs' friends, and so that's why, please, guys, don't let your dogs chew on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, now let's say your dog gets uh you know with cancer. Uh, Lori Kaplan had how to uh, help your dog survive cancer. In that her book, I don't know if you read Lauren Kaplan's, okay, and saying a lot of it is diet. And same with humans, it's the diet. You know, you can, you may not cure right. it, but you can slow it down immensely. So anyway, well, we got to we'll hold on, hold it on this thought. Okay, folks, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero one or one zero one zero seven one. There we go. Okay, why don't eggs tell jokes? Why don't eggs tell jokes? We'll be back. Hello. hello, hello, hello. We got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet on. So hopefully you got some questions for her. You know, she's actually in studio, so we don't have to play the phone game. Like, hold on, hold on. So 651-641-1071. We have open lines. And we went to break. We were caught, you know, let's say your dog got, uh, the, you know, a huge, like whether it's cancer, a tumor somewhere in the dog's. And every once in a while, you know, vets do make mistakes. Same with human doctors. They make mistakes. They diagnose, oh, there's a tumor and that they might see on the x-ray or whatever type of thing. And then, um, uh, it, I shouldn't say every once in a while, you know, it can happen is what it can happen, just like with humans. So that's why I guess, you know, if they're, if you're talking, geez, I got to put my dog down before I do that, I would exhaust my avenues to make sure I had enough information that what was the initial diagnosis is in fact true. You know, that there is a tumor, maybe, but the x-ray didn't catch, but uh, the the ultrasound did, or the the x-ray said there was one, mm-hmm. and the ultrasound, there is none. You know what I mean? Like you say, into inter- interpretation. So, yeah, it's just, I, I'm just, I'm a big one, whereas, okay, if two people tell me the same thing without being led down the road, <laughs> right. that um, then, okay, I have, okay, now what's going to be my plan? And the plan would be, got, you know, a good diet. And then try to boost the immune system, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, some stuff uh, can be treated surgically, you know, but it, but at every point you have to kind of weigh your options and, um, you know, decide what you want to do next. Okay. And then, like I say, they can, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. And you do phone consults and email consults mm-hmm. too, correct? I they do. can send you the information like the x-rays or the what the vet wrote up, and then you can put your two cents worth in. Oh, I always have two cents. Yeah, there yes. you go. Same here. I always very, do. very opinionated. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, not me. Not you. That's why we can do radio. That's what happens. Okay. Who do we got, Rachel? We've got Steve on the line. He's got pro- his dog has problems going potty. So oh, going potty. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hi, Steve. Hi. Hi. What kind of pupper do you have? I've got a. Uh, 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 he was a rescue dog, so somewhere between fifteen and sixteen year old. Uh, we think he's a flat coat retriever. Okay. A flat coat retriever. Okay. Fifteen and, years. Uh, okay. Actually, in pretty good shape. Uh, but given his age, his, his hind end has gotten really weak. So he has a hard time kind of getting up and I have to help him up the steps and things like that. But recently what, what's happened, which is troubling is, uh, he seems to have lost, uh, control of his bowels. So he'll be, 
he'll be walking along, you know, we'll take him on a walk and he'll be walking along and, uh, and it happens in a house, unfortunately. And all of a sudden just plop, plop. And, you know, the, the yeah. poor, the poor dog is almost embarrassed. He yep. turns around like, what just happened? Yeah. You know, I didn't mean that to happen. Right. And I'm just wondering if there's anything I can, I can do to kind of tighten up that hind end or, or strengthen up his back end. Okay. Dr. Levy, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh, has he been to a chiropractor? Uh, no, never. Oh, yeah, this is what kind of, kind of what chiropractors do. So um, basically what you need to do is make sure that the nerves that are coming out from between uh, each of the vertebra and the spine are talking to the colon and the rectum and giving good signals. So chiropractic is really helpful for these dogs. Massage is really helpful for these dogs. And there are definitely exercises that you can do to strengthen the hind legs. And this is a very common thing, like it, just like us, you know, we do things in front of our bodies. We're always looking forward. We're doing stuff on the computer and we kind of forget about our backs and our legs. And dogs are exactly the same way. They, you know, they run forward. They, yeah. they're, they develop these very strong upper bodies that can compensate for having a weak hind end. Yep. Um, and so there are specific exercises that you can do for these things. Um, I did, um, it was a, a, uh, course through the Fenzi Dog Sports Academy about rehabbing the senior dog. And so that's something that might still be available online on their website. And what's that? Okay. How do you say it? Fenzi, F-E-N-Z-I. F-E-N-Z-I. Dog Sports Academy. Sports Academy. And it was called Rehabbing the Senior Dog. And it, it was wonderful, just like walked you through everything to do. Um, and I also have a handout that I've designed. So if you email me, I'm happy to email it back to you um, of, you know, exercises to strengthen the back end. But there's pretty easy things that you can do. So, for example, uh, one of the things that's useful to do with an older dog is to walk figure eights. Oh. So if you have two trees in your yard or in your basement, you set up a trash can and a laundry basket, you know, put them kind of far away from each other, as far apart as possible, and then walk big figure eights. And you want your dog on a leash at your side so that he is walking. And so depending on the size of your dog, you might be going very slowly. But what that does is it engages the hind legs individually, as opposed to, you know, if your dog takes off after a squirrel, those hind legs might kind of boop along together. Yeah. And so it kind of engages the rear differential. I always think of it like on a tractor. On a tractor, you can stop one tire and still move the yes. other one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what you want. You want the legs, to, hind legs, to move independently. So you walk very slow figure eights at first, and you just do this a couple of times, and you're you know kind of done for the day. Do it a few days in a row, um, and you want to go slowly because you want your dog's body to be upright around the turn. You don't want him leaning into the turn. And then gradually, you know, say once a week, move your objects closer together. Mm-hmm. And that makes the turn more challenging. It's harder yes, to do it a is. tight turn than a big turn. Yeah. So that is really useful for older dogs. Another thing that I like to recommend is take an extension ladder, lay it down, lace it with treats. So cheese, whatever, just kind of run it through the ladder. Have your dog on a leash at your side. And you want him looking forward and down. You don't want him looking up at you and kind of stumbling over the ladder. And then you just walk him through the rungs. So what you do is you point to the ground, get him interested, like let him know that there are treats down there. And then every time he steps over a rung, 
stop and just hold that pose for 10 seconds. And then you go again, take another couple of steps and stop. And you're just, this is a proprioceptive exercises. So you're increasing the sensation of what does it feel like when my legs are in this position? Oh, what does it feel like when they're in this position? And so the whole time you're pointing at the ground, you're like, oh, oh, look at that. Oh, there's a treat there. Oh, oh, here's another treat. So you just go down the ladder and back and maybe do that once a day. And then with the hind legs, right, because they, they often have poor control over the hind legs. So when he wraps the rung with a foot, it's not going to break his foot, but it sends a signal to the brain. Pick your, your feet foot. up. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. And so, it, again, it's a, it's a proprioceptive exercise. Another thing that's really good for older dogs like this, find a hill. You have the dog on a leash at your side walk up the hill and what this means is that you want you want your dog to be doing a correct walk which is a four beat gait not trotting up the hill so if it's you and your dachshund you might be creeping up the hill <laughs> it's all about the dog it's not about you yeah so basically you go up the hill down the hill and then you turn yourself sideways to the slope of the hill and you know, go maybe 30 feet in one direction, 30 feet back in the other direction. And so when you're walking on the side of the hill or you're sideways to the hill, um, perpendicular to the slope, does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. So basically then the legs on one side are kind of higher than the others. And then when you go back the other way, the other set of legs are higher and it's a little more challenging for your body. So, and that's the kind of thing where, you know, you're not out there for three hours a day walking hills with the dogs. Yeah. This is just, you know, up and down, side to side, and you're done for the day. Mm -hmm. Because it's more about proprioception. It's more about waking up those little muscles, the postural muscles that help us stand up against gravity. Well, that just say like people that start falling a lot, that their balance is off, that there's certain exercises to do. And one is really weird is that you put one foot in front of the other. You know what I mean? And then balance yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, you'd be really surprised at how all of a sudden you feel like you're going to fall because you don't, you're, yeah. Right. So, so the, right. the effort exercise. Yeah. And so at the same time, if you have slippery floors in your house, time to invest in some beautiful non-slip mats. Yeah. And, you know, you want, if the dog comes down the stairs, you want to make sure that they come off that last step onto a non-slip surface. If yep. the dog's going to jump off the couch, they better be landing on a no. non-slip surface. If the dog has to get from the bed in the living room to the door to go outside, lay a track so that they don't slip. There you go. And your regular vet can refer you to an animal chiropractor. There's tons of them in Minnesota because the animal chiropractic course is in Wisconsin. There you go. <laughs> so, so they're not not hard to find. Yep, there's a couple of them. Like, um, let's see, uh, da, 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 uh, chiropractic for anybody, um, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then there's uh, uh, perpetual motion, uh, mm -hmm. down in Edina. Yeah, and A&R and &R Animal Chiropractic um, in St. Paul, but she makes house calls. I refer a lot to her oh, as well. Stacy Heim, uh, up in beautiful Andover. Yeah. Okay, so does that give you some ideas? But hey, I would definitely do the chiro first. Oh, well, do start doing these exercises, but also get them in to see a chiropractor. Yeah, chiropractic sure. and then massage is also often useful. Um, sometimes if your muscles are super tight, you won't get much out of the chiropractic adjustment because your tight muscles will just pull, pull the bones right back out of position. Okay. And mm -hmm. so sometimes massage is extremely useful. Oh, cool. Okay. Does that give you any help there, Steve? Yeah, that was a great idea. Thank All you right. so much. Well, Thank have you, you had this pup, uh, this dog since uh, a puppy? 
Yeah, well, he was. We're not sure how old he was. I'm, we guess that he was between six and nine months old when, okay. when we rescued him. Okay. So uh, we've had him for quite a wow. Quite a long you've been time. one good, awesome dog dad. Because boy, if you can get him past twelve, thirteen, you nowadays you've do, you've done very, very well. Yeah. So that's way yeah, he's, cool. He's, he's done great. He's a great dog. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> well, keep it going forward. Take care. Thanks for the call, Steve. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, people just don't. I got to get some chiropractors on because chiropractor. Yeah, they. It's the benefits like for human too. I mean, I used to be a poo poo about chiropractor for myself. Or we're talking thirty five years ago. Mm-hmm. So when I couldn't lay down, I couldn't sit down, I couldn't walk, and my girlfriend was going to Doctor Bill Barrett and Hugo and she said, "Give him a try." He's the most honest. He's also a good neighbor of the year this year for Hugo Good Neighbor Days. But anyway, and I since that, I mean, I couldn't believe when I walked out of there, it's like I could sit down in the truck without, you know, slowly sli- sitting down, like, mm-hmm. wanting to get in the pressure. And so ever since then, and then when it started getting introduced into the dog world and the horse world, because they're so, well, even cats are so athletic, jumping, you know, from the floor to the top of a, you know, a, a huge shelf, you know, the cats, and then jumping off. And then, you know, I mean, the, the people don't realize all the motions on and off, on and off a bed, on and off a couch, in and out of car, up and down stairs. And then the worst thing for dogs, I feel, is, you know, you throw the ball 100 miles, and the dog goes 100 miles an hour down to get it, slams on the brakes, picks it up, spins, powers off to come back to you. That that's a lot of, you know, and then agility dogs, you know, things like that, that the chiropractic should be on everybody's radar at least a couple times a year. I would say, why wait for your dog or cat to go into the toilet? You know, just stay on top of it. Preventative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Now, Boswellia is a, a good... Uh, uh, it's, so instead of, you know, like Tibet's want to do a lot of Remedil for mm-hmm. our aching joints, Boswellia is a, a good way to go too, right? Well, actually too, you know, for an older dog, um, you know, at some point, maybe uh, age 8, 9, 10, you know, I start to recommend joint supplements just mm-hmm. because dogs are getting older. Right. Fish oils are useful for cellular repair. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got to run. You know, I just realized we didn't do the last break's answer. So Oops. we're going to do two things here, Okay. Why don't you tell egg jo- tell eggs jokes? Okay, we're going to do that one. And then we're going to do, uh, what did one wall say to the other? We'll be back. Yep, we're back. Now, we <clears throat> last break, we forgot to tell you why don't eggs tell jokes. Do you have any idea, Rachel? Because they stink. <laughs> well, that's a, that could be a possible answer. How about you? Do you have a? Je- I don't know. Something about cracking a yolk. Yeah. But okay. Why don't uh, Why don't eggs tell jokes? They crack each other up. Aww. Oh, that's witty. There you go. Okay. <laughs> then the other one here. Uh, da, 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 da. What did wall one wall say to the other wall? Any idea? Oh man, that one's got me stumped. Uh, I'll meet you in the corner. Oh, okay. there you go. And okay. I, pro- I probably heard that one 20 times. There you go. No, I don't think I've told that one. I don't, yeah, it sounds familiar. So, uh, I don't know. I try to find ones that I haven't. So these are left over it's, from it's that dad. a few jokes. years. Let, yeah, really. I know. A few years. 20 years. We're in our 20th year us here at the station. So it's really cool. Okay. Let's go to the. Hey, you got a question. Give a holler. 651 641 1071. We just got one caller online. So you'll be next up after this one. So who's up? All right, we've got um, Nancy, who's got a question about her lab. She's got a sore back leg. All righty then. Hi, Nancy. Hi, how are you? Good, good. How old's your pupper? She is um, going to be nine in December. Okay, so what's going on? 
Um, she's a lab golden mix. She's about 83 pounds. And um, recently I've noticed that her back right leg seemed to be bothering her a little bit. And we have a wood floor that if she lays on it, she's kind of scrambling with that one leg. It mm-hmm. almost seemed a little stiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she'd jump up on the bed, she'd groan a little bit, just a little you know, vocalization, like she was exerting more effort than usual. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'm worried about her. I've had a lab before that had hip problems, and I just wonder what I can do for her. And I I caught just the very end of what you were saying with the last caller. I do recall, I've listened to your show often, that Boswellia Boswellia, is something. Um, I don't know how much I would give her, but I just wondered what else you might recommend, Katie. I want to do everything I can for her. Okay, first of all, I want you to be honest. You said the dog's 87 pounds? She's 82 pounds. Oh, 82 no, pounds. 83 pounds. Okay, but now is is she overweight? And she really is by the vet standard. Okay. To me, she looks fine, but I just had her in, and they did recommend She's recently lost two pounds, but they said she should lose more. Yes, because that's the first thing when any, any animal is dealing with joint problems. It's just like humans. You know, if you got bad knees, you better take yep. a couple hundred pounds off. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. And so that's the first line of defense right there, because no matter what you do, it's not. Yeah, it'll help, but it's not going to be great. The more the most you could do for this dog is get the dog slimmed down. So when you t- stand the dog up, you take your hand in the front rib and run it along the rib cage to the waistline. You should mm-hmm. feel each rib, not gaps, but each rib you should be able to feel without pushing for it. But see, okay. most dogs, are, people are so used to seeing dogs that are heavy that when they right. see one of good weight, they think the dog's anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, you know, right. us as a society, we've gotten heavier. And so right. we have our pets. And so, but the thing is, is that now, Dr. Jess, what's, what can you give her some ideas? First, we're going to get that dog to lose some weight. Hmm. Okay. How long has this been yeah. going on? Pardon me? How long has this been going on? Well, the, the I've noticed her kind of going, oh, you know, when she jumps up on the bed for maybe six months. Mm-hmm. But the leg thing was just in the past three days, and it does seem to have resolved. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not throwing a ball. I'm not playing with her the same way. I'm Good. I'm really kind of limiting her activity because I'm afraid it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Have you had her X-rayed? No, I will. I will do that. Yeah, that's what um, I would do. Because you need to yeah. know what you're dealing with, um, really, in yeah. order to get any useful recommendations. Um, I would not. Uh, so, so you said in the past three days, her leg has been bothering her more specifically. Yes. Okay. Um, so, for uh, that kind of more acute pain or injury, you can use homeopathic arnica thirty C which you can buy at any health food store, any co-op, Whole Foods, Hy-Vee, Vitamin Shop. And you said Arnica? Yep. Yes. Okay. But homeopathic, not herbal. Okay. So in homeopathic potency, it comes in um, little vials that are about the size of a tube of lipstick. Mm-hmm. And you would give two pellets, uh, you know, maybe three times a day for an acute injury. Okay. Um, and then uh, is she already on a joint supplement? She's on Cosequin. Okay. And so you can add Buswellia. You can easily piggyback Buswellia on top of that. And Buswellia, you can just buy whatever's made for humans. And for a dog that big, you might have to give her, um, you know, at first start with the recommended human dose. 
Okay. Um, just to make sure that her stomach tolerates it, but you might have to give twice the recommended human dose to have an effect. Okay. Um, and then, you know, if if she hasn't been seen by her chiropractor in a while, then I would get that done as well. Yeah, she has not seen a chiropractor, so I wondered about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's always a good idea, you know, regardless of what ends up being wrong with them, but... Um, I think, you know, as far as diagnostics and figuring this out, a visit to the vet and x-rays would be a good place to start. Okay. And getting weight off. So now the big thing is don't, Mm -hmm. uh, what you want to take, what I find in the long run in number one is that a lot of times it's the treats throughout the day that people give. Right. Not so much the diet itself. Okay, somebody said, well, I just feed them two cups a day, but then, they've also, then they feed three cups a day of treats. <laughs> right, right. And she's seen, she, since she was, I mean, this dog is always hungry. Yeah. She yep. is always acting like she's starved, and I admit that I do feed her a lot. Mm-hmm. So I can, I mean, I've helped her to lose two pounds already. I know it's not much, but. Oh, no, hey, you got to take two no, pounds of hamburger and put it on a dog. Two pounds is a lot. It yeah. really is. So be, yeah. don't belittle that at all. And so then also, too, is that uh, feed a bu- the bulk of the dinner of dinner in the, in the morning. Let's say you're feeding two cups a day, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're going to feed a cup and a half in the morning and a half a cup at night. Because oh, really? it's, you always feed a light okay. dinner. It's just like us if we eat a pizza pizza before we go to bed, ten, you know, at least a pound in the morning, okay? So oh. feed a light yeah. dinner. Then with treats, try to just do veggies all kinds. Stay away okay. from carrots. They're a little bit more sugary. You know, green beans, cauliflower, broccoli, you know, car- not carrots because they have more sugar in them um what else yeah green peas green beans cauliflower broccoli yeah uh okay. but anyway, you love vegetables I okay know that. good and then and then just take out an allotted amount put it in a dish that's your allotted amount for the day all right okay so then when that if you sh- if choose to give that all in the morning guess what she doesn't get any more the rest of the day so you okay. learn to space yourself out and but personally i would keep a journal so that okay. you then you're aware of what you you know everybody's giving everybody's got to be on on the you know page here because yeah. especially let's see let's say you take an x-ray and she's got you know a little bit of displacure or whatever you know mm-hmm. the first thing is you get rid of that weight you know before you think of any kind of surgery I guess it okay. blows my mind when people have, have both hips replaced or ACLs repaired, but the right. dog is a walking, you know, elephant, oh, right. you know, right. so the, all that is for naught, basically, yeah, right. you know, and so that's why if you're going to go, but the surgery is the very last thing and lose, losing weight is the best overall. And just think the money you're going to save in food, <laughs> you're going to have a lot <laughs> less doo-doo to pick up outside, right. you know, and then also like going, um, uh, instead of getting off of processed food and try going raw or freeze dried or mm-hmm. dehydrated, okay. you know, try that, okay? Sometimes she gets. Oh, can you hold on? Yeah, okay. Um, well, let's answer that. But, but we got to do it when we come back. So don't hang okay. up and we'll get back to you, okay? Okay, thanks.